Perikei Mishnah Dalad. Continuing from where we left off in Mishnah Gimel, we had mentioned that the Minchas Chote and the Minchas Kanaos do not receive Shemen, nor do they receive Levona. However, what happens if one went ahead anyways and placed it on these Mincha offerings? So the Mishnah discusses, Vichayev, one would be liable. If one went ahead and placed Shemen and Levona on the Minchas Chote, or Shemen and Levona on the Minchas Kanaos, he bechayev two sets of Malkas because of the placing of the Shemen and the placing of the Levona, since it's in the first Torah that these are a low sa'ase, it's a lav. So he bechayev the lav and he bechayev Malkas for each one that he does, one for the Shemen, one for the Levona. Now what about Nelson Allah Shemen? Say he placed the Shemen on the Mincha offering, either the Minchas Chote or the Minchas Kanaos. He's over the lav, he's chayev malkus, or he places it on the minchas knaos. So not only is he over the lav, he's chayev malkus, but psala. He also invalidates the mincha offering. However, with the levona, if he places the levona on it, ilkatena, granted he's over the lav, but he can be malaki, he can gather the levona, because the levona is still dry. It's spices, it's all dry stuff. He can remove it. And then the mincha offering would be kosher. Whereas by the shemen, there's no alternative. It gets absorbed in the mincha offering, and then once he places it upon it, the mincha is psula. What about Nasan Shemen al-Shiyareha? He placed the Shemen on the Shirayim, which is Nechal kahanim So there, Eino over below, so say he's not over on a lav. The Torah only warns with regards to the mincha. Where the Kmita was not done yet. That's where there's a lav. But if the Shemen was placed on the Shirayim, that are eaten by the Kahanim after the Kmita, then there he's not over the lav. Uh, if he places a kli, on on top of a kli, where the minchas chote or the minchas kanaos is sitting, lo psala he does not pass it. The lav is not to place the oil into the solas or into the um, kemach. That's where the, there's a lav, but a kli on top of a kli would not be a lav. It would not pass it. And the Ramam adds, that's an Akli Shish by Shemin Oilavona Agaba in over below puzzle. Not only Shemin in a Kli, but even Lavona in a Kli on top of these offerings would not invalidate it, uh, nor would one be Chayv Alav. The Rambam adds Lavona as well to the list. As the Lavona sitting in a Kli and it's placed upon these offerings, it does not invalidate it, uh, nor is one over Alav. And Mishnah Hay. So, just a brief introduction here the Minchas Marcheshes. It says over there in Sefer Vayikra, Ve'yivesa esa mincha, asher yasa me'ila l'ashem, ve'kriva l'koen ve'gisha el mezbeach. It's served to the mezbeach. So we learn from this passage that kol mincha, every mincha, to una hagasha, it needs a hagasha, it needs to be served to the mezbeach. Tahayin, what's this mean? Sh'akoen tzarech l'hagish esa mincha, the koen takes the mincha offering and he serves it, kodem ha'kmitzah, before the kmitzah is done, to the karendromus ma'arabis, the southwestern corner of the mezbeach, opposite the pointy part of the corner. And not just by the Minchas Mecheshes, other Minchas as well. In the Chayim it says, V'zos Torah HaMincha HaKrev Osa B'nei Aaron L'fnei Hashem L'pnei HaMizbeach And our Mishnah discusses over here that Elu Menachos, which Menachos will need Hagasha, um, and then we'll also discuss with regards to Tanufa, so let's see. Yesh Tu'unos Hagasha there are some mincha offerings that you have gasha to the mezbeach, tenufa, and there's no need for the tenufa for the waving of the offering, and then while others yesh tunos tenufa, they need the waving v'lo hagasha and not the hagasha. 
And then Vyeshtunas, there are those that need the Hagasha and the Tanufa, the placing and the waving. And then there are other Mincha offerings that they do not need low Tanufa, the low Hagasha, neither the Tanufa or the Hagasha. And the Mishnah digresses. Elu to Unos Hagasha, the following need Hagasha, the Enan to Unos Tanufa, but they do not require Tanufa. The Minchas HaSolas, the Minchas HaMachavas, the Minchas HaMacheshes, the Chalos, and the Rekikin. Hainu Kolamini, these are all the Minim of a Minchas Nedava. And the Chalos and the Rekikin, these are Hainu Minchas Ma'afe Tanor. And then the Minchas Kohanim, the Kohen, Ashihivi Achas, the Kohen that brings one of these Minachos. And then the Minchas Kohen Mashiach, this is the Chavisei Kohen Gadol. Then the Minchas Goyim, from an actual Goy that brings a Mincha offering, Minchas Nashim, or from women that bring a Mincha offering, Goyim and Nashim, Shishnad, but they just bring it on their own volition, Minchas Chote, that the Ani brings when he sins with regards to Shvuas Eidos, or Shvuas Bitoi, or Tmas Mikdash Vikadashav. So they all are, all their Mincha offerings, all these Mincha offerings, they need Hagasha, but they do not require the Tanufa. Rav Shimon Omer, Minchas Kohanim, Minchas Kohen Mashiach. These two Menachos. Ein behem Hagasha, there is no Hagasha to the Mizbeach. Ein behem Kamitza, because there is no Kamitza. Shedik Tarotin Kolal Mizbeach, because the entire thing is burned on the Mizbeach. Nothing is left over for the Kohen to eat. There is no Kamitza. And therefore, um, these Mincha offerings, the Minchas Kohanim, Minchas Kohen Mashiach, do not require a Hagasha. The kol she'ain behan kamitza, because whenever there is no kamitza, tamata the shirayim to the kohanim, because everything here is going to be burned on the mizbeach. Ain behan magasha, there is no hagasha. Meaning, Rabbi Shimon is saying a rule: wherever there is no kamitza, there is not going to be hagasha. These two mincha offerings, there is no, there is no kamitza, therefore there is no hagasha. However, the lacha does not follow like Reb Shimon.